I'm Willow Astor, and today on Living in the Pages, I speak with New York Times bestselling author Penny Reed. We discuss the bet that turned into a career, amusing ideas that become bestsellers, video poker, and amaretto sours. Hello, Penny. Hey, Willow. Hi. How's your day going so far? Oh, so far, so good. So congratulations on your Knitting in the City pattern book. That's a great idea. Oh, thank you. I feel like I can't take much credit for it. Okay, so here's the story. Okay. Right, the series called Knitting in the City series, and it's about a group of women, seven women who meet together once a week and they knit. So it's a knitting group. Well, in each of the books, I have these fictional patterns Mm -hmm. like a key to my heart and mittens and scarf and you know uh, maybe a child's sweater or an adult sweater or um uh, one of the main characters gets married and so they knit her a hopsaloo shawl which is an estonian lace knitting Uh technique so (laughs) but of course i'm never gonna like make a hopsaloo shawl i would be super impressed if you they're incredibly complicated and I just don't have that level of skill. So, of course, I can write about it and put it in my books, but I can't actually do it. But I do knit a lot, but I'm just not up to that level. Well, I have a reader who's been reading my books since the very first month my first book came out. And she also happens to be an indie yarn dyer. Wow. And she designs knitting patterns. And so a couple years ago, I know exactly. (laughs) And uh, her shop is Highland Handmaids, but she approached me a couple years ago and was like, have you ever thought about like making a knitting Mm -hmm. pattern book or a yarn pattern book of the fictional patterns? I was like, no, I haven't. So so she designed all the patterns. She designed all of the patterns and she organized all the test knits. And so my job is just to get them photographed and formatted and uploaded and all of that. But she did all the heavy lifting. So yeah, I'm excited about it just because I'm obsessed with yarn. I love it when things like that come together. Yeah, it's been an interesting process this weekend. Actually, I'm having a group of readers who live in the area who are coming over to my house and they're going to be my models for the book. So they're going to try on the socks and the hats and, and all of them also either knit or crochet. So we're going to have a little knit night knitting day. Where we all get together, and then I have a photographer who's also a reader of mine since the very first month, and she's fantastic. And she's going to come and photograph and get the still lifes and then it on people and all of that. So it's really come together in That's a great so way. Fun. So, and it's all readers of my books, so it's it's kind of cool. It sounds like you're really close friends with the people who read your books, which I love that. Oh, I think that we're all of a certain temperament. Mm-hmm. Um which is um, the hermit lifestyle. And so, <laughs> and so it's hard for hermits to find friends. Yes. I can't imagine why. But, so it just seems like I have a lot of readers, not all of them, obviously. Some of them are nice and engaging. But then there's the subset <laughs> who are don't want to leave the house or interact with humans. How do you bribe them to get them to come over? Oh, Yarn. I mean, for a knitter or for somebody who crochets, yarn is the only thing that gets me to leave. Well, my children sometimes, but mostly yarn. And so uh, I went on a social outing this last weekend to a yarn shop in um, Issaquah. (laughs) And that was really the first social outing I've been on in maybe two years. Oh, man. Because yarn was involved. So that's how you get me to leave the house. Tell me how you jumped from a career of 
grant proposals for biomedical research to storytelling. Yeah, I was the chief operations officer for Pediatric Epidemiology Center in Florida. Okay. We had two huge clinical trials in that with hundreds of sites and hundreds of thousands of patients. So Wow. So my name, my real name is on a number of scientific publications. So when I just when I agreed to this bet, so this is what happened. <laughs> a friend of mine who loves romance novels, a colleague at work, she was a, a biochemist, uh, but she was lamenting the fact she had difficulty locating or finding books with characters that she could relate to, mm-hmm. meaning she couldn't find any books where the female was a biochemist. Right. I mean, really, that's what it comes yeah. down to. But she was... I mean, I think she'll forgive me for saying this, but she was brilliant, but she was super oblivious to the obvious. Like, uh-huh. if somebody was flirting with her, like, she had no idea. Just <laughs> completely, she thought they were just really interested in whatever she had going on in her laboratory. So right. she, she made a bet, or we made a bet with each other. I would write her a romance novel that uh, with a heroine who was like her, and she would take me out to dinner, and I'll do almost anything for yarn and steak. So... <laughs> So I won the bet, and then um, she wanted her book club to read it a couple months after I'd finished it. So she asked me to put it up on Amazon, and I did for free. And um, I figured if it would get downloaded for, you know, like the six people mm-hmm. that were in her book club, then I could take it down. But uh, like three days later, I mean, this was 2013, 8,000 people had downloaded wow. it for free. Oh. And horrified because... You know, it wasn't edited. It was just, and I just made up this pen name, Penny Reed, which I thought was funny. It was like uh-huh. a, a throwback to Charles Dickens, you know, like Penny Dreadfuls. Yep. And then I, again, I was horrified. So I took it off of Amazon because <laughs> I didn't want these strangers reading my book. Right. And I was like, maybe you should put it back up. <laughs> so I got it edited and I put it back up. And um, then I was like watching like a, it was like watching a train derail, but in a in a good way. Mm-hmm. And that was the whole thing is very bizarre. I yeah. mean, we live in a very bizarre time where independent authors hit the New York Times, and yeah. that's just easy. So that's what happened. And then after a couple of years and me treating it like a hobby, uh, I got pregnant with my third, and we had to make the decision. It just didn't make any sense for me to continue in my current role so hmm. so I left and became a author That's so great and a mom so when did it switch over for you like in your writing style and you realize okay I've got to think of this as a career how did you approach it differently uh, so there's good and bad so when I realized that this was going to now be how I spent my time and made my living I put together a business plan mm-hmm. and instead of just let me throw this book up there and let me make this cover, which I think is hilarious. You know, <laughs> uh, the, my other series is called the Winston Brothers series. And the the covers for those are cross-stitched. I love those covers, by the way. It's really nice of you to say, <laughs> especially since the two publishers who were interested in acquiring the series said, nobody will buy yep. a romance novel with a cross-stitch cover. And at the time, I, my career was, you know, I was doing something else and writing for fun. So I was like, well, I don't care because I like the cover. Right. And so I could make those kinds of choices and decisions. 
And it happened to work out. Like amusing myself happened to do okay. <laughs> Amuse others. <laughs> uh, but then when I left my job and I started writing full time, and again, it was a business, I started to pause and ask myself, well, you know, I guess maybe I need to be more conservative in terms, I can't just do things because they amuse me. I have to start thinking about this as a business and making safer bets. And that only lasted maybe like four months. And uh, <laughs> and, and I was, I don't like this job if I can't just amuse myself. Right. So, because you're so, and I don't know if you feel this way, but with writing, you're so by yourself. Yeah. And you don't have the water cooler to blow off steam and you don't have the, the corporate picnic. Mm -hmm. So it, it can't be business and work all the time mm -hmm. and trying to make my, my writing business that was doomed to failure. Hmm. So I have the business plan and I have the budgets and I have the marketing plans, but all of my books, all the content that covers the creative are really still about amusing myself. Nice. That was a really long answer to a very simple question. No, that's, <laughs> Sorry. No, that's good. Like I'm always curious about everyone's process seems to be different. I mean, some similarities, but like word counts for the day or do you write every day or, you know. Right. But knowing that you operate by amusing yourself is fun to know. <laughs> Do you plot or do you just wing it now? Oh, I, I'm a um, obsessive plotter. And by that, I mean, I actually have a wiki for my universe. Wow. And the reason I do that is because I like to have something minor in book one that turns out to be a major issue in book mm -hmm. six. So it's like, oh, you know, people go back and they look for Easter eggs or uh, characters that are across books that are mentioned multiple times. And right. Because I like to read that. I really like that uh, J.K. Rowling did that in Harry Potter. Yes. In book three and book you know, six, it ended up being the main plot. So um, I enjoy it in what I read. So I like to plot that. I, I deep plot and then um, mm. go from there. That being said, once you get to know your characters, they like to take the story in a different direction sometimes. Yes. So, there are things that I had planned that would have to be dropped just because my characters who are, of course, are voices in my head and that's completely healthy. Um, <laughs> right. I <laughs> uh, just don't want any part of it. So and I find that fighting my characters is uh, effort and futility. How long so. does it usually take you to finish a book? It depends on the length of the book. So I write short and I write long. So my my longest single title is 150,000 words, which is over 500 pages. And that book took four months. Um, but then I do have shorter books, uh, like the Hypothesis series, which mm -hmm. is a series of trilogies. So the first one was Elements of Chemistry. The next one's going to be Laws of Physics. And the last one will be Fundamentals of Biology. So Elements of Chemistry, each of those books is about uh, 60,000 words and there's three of them. Okay. Each of those took me maybe, maybe six weeks. You're a pretty fast writer. I think four months for 150,000 is fast. And you know, it was the last book in a series, a last book in a seven book series. And I'd been building to those characters for so long 
and I knew exactly what was going to happen. Mm-hmm. And the first book in a series usually takes me much longer than any of the subsequent books. That makes sense. What are you working on now? Oh, well, funny you should ask. No, I'm just <laughs> I actually have a couple of weird things going on. I say weird because they are weird. Does it have anything to do with man buns? Well, <laughs> um, but again, funny you should ask. So there, there's a couple things going on. Uh, I decided, I, I found out a couple of my readers are writing fan fiction about my books. Oh, And so I threw it out last November asking people if they were interested in in writing canon stories within the Penny Reed universe. (laughs) And we received a lot of positive feedback to that, not just from my readers who'd been writing fanfic, but from other authors. So that was kind of cool. That's fun. So we created a new company. It's called Smarty Pants Romance. We um, opened up submissions last May and we had over 40 submissions and we uh ended up accepting three fan fiction titles and 12 uh canon titles and so we have um we have some authors who are established like katie ashley daisy Mm -hmm. prescott and we're going to be writing titles within smarty pants romance cool i think it's exciting yeah it's fun because well I like reading, you know, and so right. it's, as an author, I guess most authors like to read. And so it's like wearing my own band shirt, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> it's like listening to an audiobook. Um, the The narrators bring something new and special to the story, mm-hmm. a, a new dimension. And so I'm excited to see what happens there. And then the other thing I'm working on are a series of Jane Austen retellings. And uh, this was another situation where I was tempted to go in a safe direction where I was like, okay, well, you know, I need to, I need to scale it back here. Be a little then, bit highbrow with Jane. Right. Be a little bit highbrow with Jane Austen. But instead, <laughs> I'm just going to amuse myself, which is that, um, have you ever noticed in romance novels that it's, it's accepted and... Um, normal it's been normalized to have women who are all shapes and sizes and colors and all of that yes but men tend to be you know they different colors whatever but they tend to be very fit yeah Mm -hmm. and tall and fit and have an intense gym habit or they also (laughs) they also maybe they work outside and so therefore they don't have to go to the you know as a construction worker or something like that and they just always look basically the same but with different heads yeah and so I and so I decided to write a series called the dad bod series and and so the dad they're just like normal looking guys like you know regular people regular guys can you imagine if we called normal looking everyday women like mom bods anyway but moving on so um and that's the Jane Austen retellings. It's about a series of just kind of great, nice, awesome, smart guys who mm-hmm. happen to also be normal. I like it. And the roles will be reversed. So instead of Elizabeth um, Bennett, it'll be Eli Bennett. And instead of Anne Elliot, it'll be Andy Elliot. So and then fun. We'll have a female Darcy and we'll have a female Wentworth and... Yes. I'm thinking the female Wentworth has to be like a Navy hero and an astronaut. Like she has to be mm-hmm. amazing. So <laughs> so that's what I'm working on now. I can't wait. 
Oh, it's going to be so weird. I can't wait. <laughs> Are you projecting a certain time or is that just in the beginning stages? Uh, yeah, we have the first one, um, which is going to be entitled Pride and Dad Jokes. <laughs> <laughs> that one comes out in July 2019. Okay. And uh, the covers, again, something that amuses me. I do all my own covers. I design my own, all my own covers. And it's wood burn. I know that doesn't make any sense, but you have to see. <laughs> so what I did was I took a very classical silhouette uh, and I <laughs> made it wood burn on the cover. You are very entertaining, Penny Reed. Oh, geez. That's nice of you to say. I save it all. Like... This is like eight months of uh, saving social interaction. So after this, I will be incredibly boring. <laughs> You'll be shot for a month. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do a fast five. I'll ask you questions that you answer off the top of your head. Okay, I'm ready. Last movie you saw and loved. The Incredibles 2. Virtue or sin? Virtue. Beverage while writing. Coffee. <laughs> <laughs> Favorite meal? All Ethiopian food ever. Ooh. Oh, man. I'm completely addicted. Invisibility or flying? Invisibility. All the way. Mm-hmm. I agree. Oh, my gosh. I it's agree. Not, it's not even a contest. I mean, <laughs> I have really intense thoughts about this, but I will keep them to myself. Well, anyway. I mean, you can expound. Are you sure? <laughs> well, I mean, has there ever been a living person who didn't want to disappear from a situation? No. Right. And I wouldn't use it for evil. I would only use it for good. Mm -hmm. Like, there's been a lot of situations where I... I, I hate to break it to you, but where I, I completely embarrass myself <laughs> and I just say absolutely the wrong thing. And how great would it be to be like, oh, squirrel. And then like just yeah, disappear. It would be great. And I wouldn't use it to eavesdrop. I totally wouldn't because I do not want to <laughs> know what other people think about me. Well, is your throat up to singing? Oh, oh, we don't want to do that to people. You will, you'll get sued for a pain no, and suffering. I have had terrible singing on here and it makes <laughs> me love them all the more. Oh, and, and again, you, you said, you said it yourself. If I sing, I, I might die because of my cough. <laughs> and you don't want to be responsible for my murder. So I will give you a break since you have suffered with pneumonia. Oh, thank you, Willow. You're welcome. You're good people. <laughs> Well, thank you so much for joining me. Well, thank you for inviting me and thank you for just being an absolute delight. You Aww, are always so are wonderful. you. Every time I see you interacting with readers or anytime or even with authors, you're Aww, just, thank just you, wonderful. Penny. So I hope people are telling you that all the time because it's true. I feel that way about you. Well, you know, you're very nice, but I I I don't know. I feel like sometimes they surprise me. Like I had one person show up at my table to <laughs> sexy Gandalf. And I didn't know what face to make because <laughs> why would you do that? But like I don't know. And I mean it makes sense to her, I'm sure. But she and she was funny and whatnot, but I always feel like such a failure when people surprise me because Your you face know, shows it, huh? Yeah, and it's like does not compute. So <laughs> but you're undeniably always lovely and graceful. So Aww. Thank you. I appreciate that so much. Well, thank you again for having me on. And I'm going to run downstairs, get my inhaler. And, um... Yes. Please rest and oh, get yeah, better. I will. I'll get better. You have a perfect excuse to go all hermit on everything. Oh, that's true. Mm -hmm. Use it. I'll use it. <laughs> have a great rest of your day. Thank you. You too. Bye. Bye. I'm going to do video poker and have them bring me free drinks. That's my goal. I'm going to like sit there with my 25 cents. Like, where's my Almoretto sour? <laughs> I like color level charts.
the technical team.